Welcome to the Health Unfiltered Podcast. I'm Dr. Rogelio Ralzola, a PhD in health, exercise, and sports science, a strength coach with over a decade of experience in personal, collegiate, and professional settings, and a sports scientist whose main goal is to use testing and data to maximize your health and performance. And I'm Brooke West, holistic registered dietitian, practicing the perfect combination of a functional nutrition, science-based root cause approach, and hippie magic, with areas of expertise in women's health and hormones, gut health, and micronutrient balance. We believe that health is multifaceted, but not as complicated as others make it seem. Our mission is to share what works and what's BS in the health industry, all while having a good time doing it. Expect us to share everything from new research to tried and true health philosophies to alternative health therapies and the occasional controversial topic. Let's get started. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Health Unfiltered. It's me, Brooke. I'm here flying solo today on a snack time episode which are our bite-sized episodes where we dive in for a short period of time to a very specific topic that is on our minds and hearts. I am about to give you the pep talk you might not have known you've needed, or maybe if you're honest with yourself, you know you need it. I've been noticing a collective trend, which tends to happen when when I see clients, when I'm talking to people online. It seems like there's these common threads and there's these common themes. And I want to share something that really helped me. You know, this evolution of health and how do you actually make a change in your life that sticks, How do you shift your mindset that keeps you stuck? A lot of people know how to see success in their health with its nutrition, whether it's um, exercise. People know how to see success for a short period of time, yet it seems like people cannot crack the code to see long-term success. How do you overcome this mindset? What is the secret of the people that actually do have the ability to change their lives in this way. So that's what we're going to talk about in this snack time episode. So here we go. I'm I'm coming in hot. I think really the first thing that has to happen is 110% radical honesty. You have to get really real with yourself. Take an inventory of your life and all aspects of your health. You know, we speak a lot on this podcast about holistic health So what the F does that actually mean? It means all the different aspects of everything in your life that has an impact on your health in some way. So pretty much everything, right? Like everything falls into this category. Are you satisfied at your job? Do you feel like you have a purpose in life? Do you have healthy relationships or are they shit? Are you having, you know, negative self-talk in your head, beating yourself up all the time? Or are you kind and building yourself up and speaking words of love to yourself? What food are you eating? And are you actually working out? Are you actually moving your body? Are you sitting in a chair all day? Yes, these things matter. These are traditionally what we think of when we think of health. These are the physical aspects of health, we call them. But then there's also these other pieces, From our spirituality and having some type of framework and belief to our jobs, all of it 
is part of health. So take a really deep look at your life and be honest. What is working? What is working? Where are you lit up? Where are you happy? Where do you feel good? What is not working? Write this down. Treat this as a journal prompt. What is not working in your life? What do you not enjoy? Where do you not feel good? You don't have to show this to anyone. This is just for you. So get really freaking honest with yourself. So then when you have these lists of like, okay, this is thriving. I am loving life. This is it. Here's where like, to be honest, I don't feel good. I don't feel good in these areas of my life. Then you have to ask yourself an even harder question. Are you willing to commit to changing what is not working? It's really hard to do that. So I just want to honor that. You know, this is this is the piece. It's not, we're not talking about a 30-day program. We're not talking about a habit challenge, a 75 hard, soft, whatever. It's actually changing the patterns and the habits in your day-to-day life to get you a different result. That's what it means when we want to have something change. You know, there's all kinds of quotes, right? Uh, Let me hit you with an inspirational quote. Uh, Nothing changes if nothing changes. I feel like that was probably like an uninspirational quote they used to put on the walls with those little landscape scenes, you know? But it's the truth. It's the truth. You can't show up and do the same thing expecting a different result. That definition of crazy, you know, that's another good one. I should get these framed and like hang them in the bathroom or something. Your health is not a checklist. It is not something to be an afterthought. It has to be the foundation of the way you live your life. You have to feed yourself every day to stay alive. Hopefully everyone is feeding themselves. So how can you make choices that support yourself? It's all about choices. You know, we, we tell ourselves we don't have time. We don't have this. We don't have that. It's all about priorities, boundaries, and committing to what's important to you. And anyone who is successful at adapting healthy habits and a healthy lifestyle, they've prioritized it. They've prioritized it. And let me tell you something. I've been really busy and excited because I'm, I'm working on some projects behind the scenes. And I've been working like 12 plus hours a day. Right? This is just, I have to do this right now because I'm birthing some really exciting projects and programs into the world. And I'm taking it very seriously and I'm excited and I'm amped up and I want to do it. But if I didn't have really good stuff in place to support me. I know what I can eat in 10 minutes or less that's going to support me. I'm prioritizing my movement no matter what. It is on my calendar like a meeting and I respect it more than I would uh, a, like a, an, an e- a meeting that could have been an email, right? Because this is what's going to keep me sane. This is what's going to keep me having the energy to go. And this is a non-negotiable. And I'll tell you what, if you hang out with the right people, they respect it. So I think it's important to remember that this is the foundational piece that keeps you healthy, that keeps you strong, that keeps you able to show up at work and perform and do the things, take care of your kids, 
play, do whatever it is you need to do, this piece of taking care of you has to be prioritized. It is a holistic lifestyle. It is a healthy lifestyle. Whatever it is that resonates with you, that's how you're going to succeed. You know, I think another big piece of what we see and, um, you know, I love a good podcast episode that might get me canceled, uh, but we're just going to get really freaking honest, is this victim mentality. It shows up in everywhere in your life. And this was a really big one for me. Hello, calling myself out. I used to play victim all the time. I'm a victim of a circumstance. So-and-so was mean to me. I just, uh, this happened. And so now I can't do this. It's really easy to get stuck there Be, like because then you don't have to take responsibility for anything. But I think there's this radical shift that can happen when you realize that you get to be the hero. You get to be the hero of your own story. This isn't to place blame or guilt or shame because those things aren't productive. Those don't really need a seat at the table. They don't need to inhabit our mind. Because then you're also feeding the lower ego. If you're just letting yourself get stuck in blame and shame and guilt, that's another way to feed the ego and just get stuck in this narcissistic loop. Accept where you're at and change and decide that you want to be the hero of your story. This is about empowerment. This is about radical self-responsibility to take your power back to create the reality that you want, to create the health in your life that you want. You know, and we see this in science. Before I get too far off into the woo, we see this in science as epigenetics. For so long, we've been fed this lie that, well, I inherited bad genes. Did you inherit bad genetics or did you inherit bad habits from your family? Did you inherit bad genetics or did you inherit really bad social cultural norms. This is coming from someone who's raised by a Southern family who they will literally fry anything. Asparagus? Who even fries asparagus? Epigenetics are the ability to change your genes by the daily habits that you engage in. Which, how cool is that? That means that, let's say you're planning to have a family and you're excited to have a family one day, the choices that you're making right now can change the genes that you give your children. You can literally break this transgenerational stuff that we've been led to believe decides our destiny. I think that's fucking powerful. I really do. Something that might need to happen as, as, as your brain is combobulating to all the words that I'm throwing at you right now, there might need to be a breakdown that happens before a breakthrough. You might need to sit there and face this current inventory you've made out of what's working, what's not working, where are the gaps between what's working and what's not working to actually get me the goals and where I want to be and how I want to feel. There might need to be a little bit of breakdown that happens. And let me tell you, as someone who's been on this path of holistic health and healing, it's probably going to happen regularly, and that's okay. They call it a spiral path and a spiral journey for a reason. It gets deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper. Let me tell you, I didn't used to have a fancy lymphatic drainage routine, avoiding endocrine disruptors. That is not how this party started. It is a spiralic journey. 
So if you need to have a couple breakdowns along the way, that is more than okay. In fact, I think it's good. You're going to have to shed a lot of old stories. You might just want to get mad or angry or sad and have a little pity party for your inner victim for a second. I love a good, I love a good self-pity party. That's okay. Release it. Have that little pity party. But then after you have that little pity party, that's when it's time for us to get up, commit, and move forward in a more aligned way. 90% of the people on the planet are going to choose comfort. And there's some very biological reasons for that. It's called comfort for a reason. It's comfy. It's cozy. Like, of course we like it in the comfort zone. Doing something new sucks. Being a beginner at something new, like, sucks for a lot of people. There's a lot of fear that comes up. It's so easy to just bow out and be like, you know, I'm not going to try this new thing. You know, I might not feel the greatest. I might want to see these certain changes, but like, I don't know about this. But it is rewarding. And, and what's really cool is when we choose differently and we do something new, we're teaching our nervous system a different way. We're expanding our capacity. We're expanding our nervous system resiliency. When things get uncomfortable, it's a really good opportunity to decide I'm going to show up in a new way and teach my body in a new way. Even when we're working out, this is something that has come up recently, trying some new movement patterns. When things get really uncomfy, how am I facing that? Am I wincing and cowering and losing my form? Or am I opening up to that? I'm expanding to that. I am still, I'm holding, I am holding steady. I might be shaking, but I am holding steady. It's, it's opportunities for us to do it a different way. And it, and our nervous system and our body sees that. We're okay. We're safe. And just remind yourself of that. You know, I think that after you take this inventory, maybe you need to have a pity party and a breakdown about it. That might be step two. Then the next thing is to really assess your why on a deep level. Because I don't want to say shallow, but like goals like I'm sweating for the wedding to shred 10 pounds. That is simply because you want to look a certain way. That's that's pretty. There's not a lot of substance to that. Why is that important to you? Do you feel comfortable in your body right now? Do you love yourself on a deeper level? Maybe there's some work that needs to be done. Are there some old patterns that need to be broken about worthiness and tying to, to you know, your body? Or maybe you really just don't feel healthy and comfortable and there's room for some growth. But why? Keep asking why, 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 why? As you sit there and write a goal, why is that your goal? Deeper. Why is that your goal? I always use, you know, body composition because I think it's an easy one to talk about. Uh, you know, but why are you committing to something? Because these things, like we've, we've we've just gone over this, they might suck. You know? So why are you gonna keep showing up when it might be kind of sucky? <laughs> you have to have a bigger vision, and that's the point of assessing why on a much deeper level. And go back to your inventory of what's happening and how you feel in your day-to-day. 
How do you want to feel? How do you feel in your body from like the emotions of it? But also like, do you wake up and your joints hurt? Are you struggling to match the energy of the family you want to keep up with? What are those things that you really want to feel? Go deep, homeboy. You know I love it. Go deep. And then when you really get there and you really understand why, it's going to be a whole lot easier to say, this picture I painted of these goals and the why are really freaking awesome. This is really beautiful and this is a life I want to live. I get chills thinking about it because I I, mean, I just did this. I do this in my own journey over and over and over again. And I'm excited. So it's easier to be disciplined and show up because motivation is like good freaking luck. That's an, That would be another, another bonus tip here. If you think that you're going to get your health back when you're motivated, you're never getting your health back. We're humans that unfortunately have very, very, very short attention spans um, and are very easily deterred from things like discomfort. So there's going to have to be a level of discipline. There's going to have to be a level of connecting deeply to your why of what's important to you. This can apply to anything. You know, I've, I've talked about just, you know, a weight loss example, but this could be something like, I mean, you could apply this to anything like finding your voice again and learning to sing. Facing your old patterns and finding a good relationship. You can go through this for literally anything. So I encourage you to take this reframe and sit with it. Maybe I triggered the fuck out of you. Maybe something I said really pissed you off, like, and you didn't want to hear it. I encourage you to dig deeper into why, if that's the case. Where do you feel like maybe you're being called out, even? I know this happens to me. (laughs) I'll get triggered and I'll like want to be defensive of myself on that. But really that's that right there is highlighting. That's highlighting something really, really important for me. So this was fun. (laughs) This was a, a longer, maybe more intense snack, but it has been really on my mind as I've been going through this process in my own life. Again, as I'm reassessing where I'm at and where I want to go next and I'm seeing it happen around me in the collective. So I thought it was an important conversation to have. And I hope that something was sparked for you in this conversation. And I want to hear from you. I want to hear from you. Maybe you want to share your goals. Maybe you want someone to witness you and your radical inventory and honesty. I'm here. Please DM me. My Instagram is linked in the show notes. You know, share. I think there's... um, a lot of power in being witnessed and then sharing what it is we're passionate about committing to and having someone to be accountable to. Be accountable to yourself and to your own word because that's how you build self-trust, number one. But if it helps you, find people to share this with that you trust. So with that, I am going to sign off and keeping awesome keep trying every day to just take a couple little baby steps forward or just hold your ground and stand where you are if things are tough. That is always a win. I'm here. I'm fighting the good fight and I'm doing 
all the same things that I, I tell you all to do. I'm always usually a couple steps ahead of where my business is at and where my teachings and what I share is, um, which is always a real kicker. Um, so I, I feel you if you've been going through it and I'm telling you the other side is pretty awesome. Without further ado, cue that music. Thank you for listening to the Health Unfiltered podcast. Make sure to follow us on your favorite podcast platform, rate the podcast, and share this episode. Connect with me, Dr. Alzola, on Instagram at ROI Health. For more details on all things sports and human performance coaching, visit GetROIHealth.com. You can find me, Brooke West, on Instagram at westnutrition.co. For all the ways we can work together on nutrition and holistic health, visit westnutrition.co. And don't forget to send us your epic questions of the week on Instagram at healthunfilteredpod. Catch you next time.